Hi, this is Randall with Business Partner Blueprint, welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate clients. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. Yes, yes, yes. I know, I sound like a broken record. I'm like that all the time. And that's because it's true. <laughs> so, let's uh, continue on in our opportunity series. Today, we're going to talk about... I don't know if you saw it. The most recent jobs report showed that um, in the U.S., over 300,000 jobs were added in the last period. That's huge. We went through a period where we were only adding 50,000 jobs per week, and then we got up to 100,000. I'm sorry, 50,000 jobs in a period, and then 100,000 jobs in a period. In this last period, 300,000 jobs. That's huge. And in the U.S., we have what's called the labor participation rate. And uh, the labor participation rate measures how many um, um, available adults are actually gainfully employed, which is different from the unemployment number. The labor occupancy rate, labor participation rate, said that um, uh, at this point we are at a historic 72%. All right. Uh, typically in the U.S. we'll hover um, in the mids to high 60s, but we're in an unprecedented 72%, meaning that uh, 72% of all uh, working age people um, are are getting getting jobs, and uh, we are getting well beyond full employment. We actually have a robust economy. So I want you to think about what that really means. What does it mean uh, for corporations to add three hundred thousand non-farm labor jobs in a period? Okay, so first we need to travel backwards a little bit because I'm sure you've seen this in the news. One issue in the news is always around companies uh, reducing their labor force. You know, we hear of uh, layoffs or um, reductions in labor. Sorry about that. A little allergy season here. So uh, my apologies. Hopefully in a month or two it'll be gone. Uh, Reductions in labor, reductions in labor force, uh, layoffs, um, so forth and so on. And it's like, well, why? Why is it that there seems to always be a knee-jerk reaction to let people go? Why, why, why does that happen? And it's a simple reason. Uh, people drive costs. I'm going to say it one more time. People drive costs. Depending on your industry, internally, uh, one person can cost anywhere from uh, 50% to 250% of their pay, okay? So let's just make the math easy. If somebody is costing, if you're paying them 10 bucks an hour, they can easily cost your company internally 15 bucks an hour up to uh, 30 to 35 bucks an hour. Okay. Now you might go, well, well, what, what, what's all in that number? Well, let's, let's just talk about what's all in that number. What's in that number is you have, uh, uh, direct benefits. You have, 
uh, what you have to pay the people above and beyond their paycheck. So you have what's called the statutories, which are uh, social security taxes. There's a, a tax that the employer pays above, you know, government taxes above and beyond what you pay the employee. And depending on the country, you, you know, the, the numbers are even higher. If the government mandates that the employer has to pay for health care and, 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 and retirement and all these other kinds of things, you know, above and beyond what somebody makes in their base wage is it can get really high. But then you begin to start throwing in uh, what, what are you paying for buildings and for computers and uh, for other services that the company offers, IT services and HR services, you know, what's what's the additional cost throughout the company of just bringing on one person? You can start seeing that, you know, if you're just hiring one person, it's probably not so bad. But if you hire a hundred, there's a whole host of things that you have to have in place to support having a company with a hundred employees. And you get to a thousand and ten thousand um, and a hundred thousand, and you can start seeing that internally you have to pay just to have people on the payroll. Has absolutely nothing to do with you know what you're paying them. It has everything to do that what does it cost just to hire people? And so when you start hearing companies start saying that um that uh, you know they have a burden and a overhead on on statutories burden and additional corporate costs. Those numbers really and truly are real. Those those are not soft numbers. Those numbers are real. Now you know we can get into a separate argument around separate conversation around whether those costs are being optimized and whether people are uh, you know have way too much internal costs uh, based on the amount of labor they have and. We'll get at that in a subsequent episode. But the point being, that cost really and truly is real, whether a company is top-heavy or not top-heavy. So when you start hearing that people are letting employees go, like General Motors announced towards the end of uh, 2018, they start saying they needed to let go of a number of uh, company employees, not union workers. They're saying that they needed to take some costs out of their North American operations uh, because they weren't profitable, that they couldn't, they didn't see enough revenue coming in in their domestic production to support that level of people cost. So they're taking it out. And oh, by the way, that cost is almost immediate, truth be told. When you start letting people go and you start turning the lights off where offices were and you start uh, taking people off the network for IT and you start letting go of the healthcare costs and all those other kinds of things, those are costs that you actually realize rather quickly. So now let's get to the opportunity portion of this episode, which is on the flip side, what does it mean if you have employers hiring 300,000 some odd folks in a period? And it's the exact reverse of what we just talked about. It's if uh, they're hiring that many folks, that means that in every single company that did some hiring, and you can go in the U.S. to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and you can look up for yourself which industries were hiring. Uh, this is all non-farm related. 
Uh, farming is a bit more seasonal and whatnot. So typically the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the U.S. Department of Census, goes through and looks at the non-labor portion because that's more of an indicator of what's really going on in the uh, in the economy. The farming portion um, is, is stand, stands alone. You have to look at that separately just based on the on the nature of, of farming and the seasonality of it. In this case, what it tells you is number one, uh, the Fortune 500, or yeah, in this case, uh, yeah, the Fortune 500, they, they will be a big component. Probably not 100% of all of that growth. Uh, small business really and truly has been a huge driver of a lot of labor, labor growth. But big companies also will participate in that. So what will be interesting will be to look at BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and see which industries are hiring. And if you go to some of the job sites, Glassdoor, Indeed.com, uh, others, you can start seeing, uh, once you zero in on those industries, which companies are hiring and in what positions are they working? Are they hiring blue collar or white collar? Are they hiring managerial or, or specific skill sets and expertise? And that then should be able to help you to figure out what opportunities are available to your company based on the addition of people? People drive costs, period. You cannot have a business that hires people and does not spend money. It's impossible. If they're hiring people, they're spending money. <laughs> okay? Does that make sense? Kind of like your business. If you're hiring people, you're A, making money, but B, you're spending money. By definition, as soon as you bring somebody on, you're spending money. So it's the same thing with everybody that's hiring right now. If they're hiring, they're spending money. If they're spending money, they're engaging suppliers at a greater rate. They've got to buy some more stuff. They got to buy uh, more, more, more office equipment. They got to buy more technology. They have to... Uh, uh, buy more training. They have to buy more more um, consulting. They have to buy more something from the mere fact that they're hiring. So uh, in this case, when you start looking at those jobs reports and you start hearing that, it, uh, a bell should be going off in your head. Well, are they hiring in my sector? You, you know, where I'm strong. If they're not hiring in oil and gas, where are they hiring? Where, where are some of the people that you used to work with uh, tell you that they're going? What what industries? What companies? Where are they? Where are they telling you that their children are working? So when you start hearing these kinds of things, it's like, okay, where's the opportunity? Where where can I go to build my pipeline? And what does it mean uh, when when folks announce that they're hiring? And what additional costs are they going to uh, incur? And how is it that my company can actually help them to um, to uh, get more productivity out of every single dollar they spend, get more value out of every dollar they spend? Can I help them to onboard their people? Can I help them to train their people? Can I help them to make their people more productive? Can I help them to provide, provide technology or processes to their people that allow their people to uh, get things done more efficiently, more productively. Can I help their people uh, with a process that's geared towards some strategic outcome that they've identified 
that they want to uh, pursue. So when you hear things like this, you know, let this not be background noise. Let, let it not be, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, that's all politics. And, you, you, you know, let me ignore that. Let me keep my head down and do doing what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, stay focused, uh, but also recognize how all of these gifts that don't appear to be gifts falling out the sky uh, helps you to uh, achieve your focus. You, you know, I am not saying stop doing what you're doing right now and go chase this, that, or the other. I'm like, no. In the process of building your business, recognize you've got opportunities falling out the sky, coming to you from every which direction. And it's a matter of, and this is a, a business competency issue, it's a matter of taking that opportunity and uh, integrating it into your plan so that you continue to always have opportunities and um, uh, have a future for your business. So that's what I wanted you to know today about uh, people. People drive spend. People create opportunity, period. They always have. They always will. And even as we talk about uh, automation and other kinds of things, uh, for me, it's the concept of balloon squeezing. Uh, yeah, you, you might have people replacing, uh, you might have autom automation replacing people, but at some point, somebody's creating the automation. I mean, you know, until we get to robots creating robots, which is a separate issue, uh, right now we've got people that are manufacturing all the t uh, components and equipment and the technology that goes into the technology that's replacing folks. Yes, at some point or another, this all originates with a person somewhere, someplace, where it's just balloon squeezing. There's a person somewhere that's uh, making all this, this happen. So as long as you know where that's occurring, you know where it is that you might potentially have opportunities for your business if you see where the addition of people creates opportunities for what you offer to the marketplace. So there you have it. That's our episode today. Please go to www.blueprintpros.com and get on our email list. I really appreciate it. I will uh, help you stay up to date on new episodes and uh, I'll keep you up to speed on other exciting news. We're going to have some great things coming down the pike uh, real soon here. So I want you to stay apprised and aware of all of that. And uh, leave me a message. Uh, there's a, a nice little feature on there where you can leave me a voice message and I'll get back to you. I'll either play your, your I'll either respond to your message on, on one of our uh, future episodes or who knows, I might actually uh, interview you on, on, on one of our episodes. But let me know what you think. And if there are some other topics you want me to, to uh, cover or if there's uh, something you want me to go in a little bit more depth about that uh, something that we talked about in a prior episode that piqued your interest uh, as well. Please share our podcast with your friends. I'd really appreciate it. We're we're trying to get this information out to as uh, many folks as possible. So uh, by all means, please uh, share share the uh, our podcast with your friends and colleagues. This is Randall signing off. Have a fantastic day. Bye.